Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Last time on The End of Time and Other Bothers. They're gathering people together to help fight the giant cloud of shattering on top of the mountain. But they would leave all their children alone in the village. Anyone who turns of age, they get dragged away by the knights. But our friend Blatt has been there. He he told us everything is fine. Well done, Blatt. Thank you, your eminence. Do you have three boards out for Candy World? Well, you see, this is advanced Candy World. Candy World is a little different from the real world. We've talked about this before, remember? Yeah. In Candy World, things sometimes make sense. It's a trap! Darcy, it's a trap! Spill it, Blatt! What's going on? There's a hugging contest! Jacqueline jams a piece of their bucket into one of the joints. I knew you such a short time. No! hitting me! Where are the townspeople being kept? There's no people here in the barracks. What? You see a charred body just hit face forward in the dirt. Quick! Down to the kitties! We we might have to take them with us! What? Kitties in the Blatavan! Oh, Loxen! The Blatavan creeps along in the darkness. As they get closer to Mount Zerma, the dark clouds have obliterated all light, making it impossible to know what time of day it is or how long has passed since they last spoke to each other or did anything. It's as if they've been traveling forever, hoping to find the ferry crossing. Huddled in robes against the cold that is growing Stronger, we find Blatt driving the Blatavan. Driving the Blatavan. Can't believe still driving the Blatavan. Don't know what time it is or what day or where we are. I'm still driving this whole Blatavan. Oh, sweet lord, this is boring. Are we still on the mountain? We could be driving up a giant's elbow for all I know. Hey, hey, Blatt, I just thought I'd crawl out here with you to see what you're doing in the front of the Blattavan. What's that? Well, uh, that's uh, the road. No, can I touch this? Oh, no, that's a button. No, 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 we mustn't touch that. We mustn't touch that. Hey, you know know what? You, You know what? 
Yes. Look at how dark it is outside. It's very scary. Now, don't you think, because it's dark, that perhaps you should be tootling off to bed? I was scared and had a nightmare, so I wanted to come and be with you. Oh, I see. How touching. And that's supposed to affect uh, how I think about Now it. pressing the button! No, no, ah! please, no! What color is the button? It is red. We have that. So water flushes out of the sides of the Bladivan as the used plutonium core ejects out of the top. The whole thing stutters for a second and then re-engages and continues driving along. Ooh, that was cool. All right, all right, all right, all right. What's your name? What's your name? Mildred. Mildred, you never were up here. You never saw that happen. This never happened. I Oh, Lord, I think we just poisoned a countryside. Oh, no. But aren't you lonely up here? Well, there's lonely, and then there's decimating the wilderness, which I believe we just did. Oh, what? Hey, boy, what happened? Uh, we're running out of plutonium! Oh, no, no, no. Uh, we were just uh, cleaning the uh, plutonium chamber out here. Me and this small child. Oh, okay. Oh, hi, Mildred. Hello. Um... Well, I guess I'm out here. I can stay with you two now. What are you talking about? Well, uh, we were just discussing how because it was so dark that perhaps uh, this small child should uh, be sleeping or unconscious or something. Do you want me to knock her out, bud? What? what? No! Don't knock her out. It's just, do you know what time it is? Do you know what day it is? I don't understand all you people talking code about these children. But we don't talk in code about that. You're I always spelling things like don't say D-E-S-E-R-T and stuff. D-E-S-E-R-T. Ooh, dessert. That sounds yummy. Oh, right. That is what you were spelling. Okay, how about this? Why don't you take Short Stack over here to the... Um, three-walled kitchen. Maybe you could whip something up for her. Uh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Okay, I think Egerton's in there trying to cook something. No way! No! No! We can't let Egerton give a small child a dessert item. She'll wind up thinking that she's, I don't know, some sort of historical figure or just be permanently drunk or stupid or something. Just... Just that explains what's happened to all the rest of the children. What? What? While I'm out here driving, actually doing my job, Egerton's in the back drugging kids? Well, he was making dinner, I thought. All right, all right. We're stopping this right now. And Black takes his feet off of the pedals. All right, all right, Mildred. Come back here with me. We're just gonna. F- oh Lord, it's so dark. All right, Egerton, Egerton. Oh hey, Blatt. All right, what are you doing to the kids back here? What are the kids eating? What are you making for the kids? Oh well, I started out with some regular fairy cakes, and they ate most of those pretty quick. Um, so then I decided to try, you know, like double layering the fairy cakes with icing in the middle. And then I tried some that were frozen. And then I tried ones that were not frozen and melty in the middle. And they just kept eating them all. So I just kept making more. Okay. Has anything happened 
to the kids? Have any of them gone suddenly a bit weird? And I don't mean small child eating sugar weird. I mean, is anyone crawling on the ceiling or speaking in tongues or anything? Well, well, this one over here is doing some accounting. Counting? Accounting. 37 plus 42 plus 17. They're working on our taxes. Okay, again, I, I need to just express to you who are you sending our accounting to exactly? We're in the past. People, I don't even know if accounting has been invented yet. Who are you sending our paperwork to? The lawyers. What? what lawyers? Your lawyers from the future time? So what I do, I get all of the forms from Anthony and I pile them up and I put them in an envelope. And every time we pass a mailbox, I just stick them in. But to go where, Exy? This package is ready. Oh, thank you very much, Anthony. And here he goes, a little mini cube. <laughs> <very good. laughs> oh, no, 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 okay. All right, all right. He should not be eating stuff like he's some sort of rabid wolverine. What are you feeding these kids? Give me something to count. Oh, oh, all right, all right. Here, here's some pocket change. Okay, make sure that this is filled out in triplicate. Okay, okay, okay. Protein! Kids need protein. Don't you oh, have any oh. vegetables in here or v anything? Veh. Vegetables. Vegetables. Veg veg Some kind of table? Well, it's a table. Anthony likes tables. Oh. Look, he's been adding things up How and sorting them. How are you alive? And... How are you alive? Are those your teeth? Are those actually your real teeth? Let me see. Let me see. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. It's uh, been at least a year since uh, you've seen a dentist. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, All right. Okay. Okay. Fine. Excuse me, Mr. Black. Could you stop yelling? It's like being back at home. Also, I ate all the batter in your bowl, Mr. Edgington. Oh, you the, the uncooked batter? Yes. <laughs> That's it's fine. Everything's fine. Blatt, can I, Blatt, yes. Blatt, can I have a word with you for a moment? Oh, would you like to have a word to I me about what the children have been eating? Thirteen forty-seven. What? What's next? Uh, okay. Uh, all righty. Here is uh, my shoe. Uh, tell me how oh. many different ways oh. I can tie the laces on this. On it. Okay. okay. Great. So. One of the parts of the processing of a fairy cake is the cooking because it helps to solidify, you know, all of the ingredients with the love and it can sometimes bring down the effects. But if it's raw, uncooked batter, then sometimes things can go a little sideways. Uh, Ow! Darcy, I, I think at some point we should probably check in on, see how they're doing with the kids. I'm hiding from them. I know, me too. It's just... I just know if it's fair we lock ourselves in this room for the whole time. Uh, Jacqueline, those are children out there. I don't do well with children. I think it's best that we leave that to Egerton, who really likes kids, and we just hunker down to here and wait till it's all over. Okay. You sure? Okay. I just worry, you know? Egerton doesn't always make the best choices. Well, what do you think he would do wrong? Isn't he just going to play Candy World with them till they all pass out and go to sleep? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to worry about. He really, you know, he takes to kids. Oh, my locks in there escaping. Oh, oh no. Quick, everyone, all hands on deck. Repeat after me. Repeat after me. I, Egerton, have drugged children. I, Egerton, have helped the children 
find their inner. Oh, this one's biting me I, again. Uh, I trapped Mildred in your in your sneaker. I wrapped her up. It was the 17th use I came up with. All right. All right. Hey. Okay. I've got it. All the kids have to come back because today is uh, solstice. Winter solstice. Solstice. Yes, I'm. Today's a solstice. Sure, yes. Oh, today is solstice. Today's today solstice. Is winter solstice. It's present day. And uh, yes. That, that, so that. all the kids have to get back together to make sure that we're all here to celebrate winter solstice. Watch, she's breaking through the bonds. No, okay, don't do that, because that was your gift. That was your gift. Um, that shoe is yours, and um, here, here's the other one. You have the complete set. Congratulations. What have you done to her? She is freaking out. It's the solstice. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with players Michael Howie, Marisa King, and Carter Siddle. Episode 34, Sugar High. The caravan is moving slowly through the deep darkness. A hunched figure is driving, and inside, it is quiet. When Jacqueline and Darcy emerge. Okay, I really expected to come out to chaos. I heard a lot of screaming. There was screaming, right? Hi, Mildred. How? You're, you're just sitting there. I know. Do you like my shoe? It's my solstice gift. Oh. I ate the other one. <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm glad you didn't eat that shoe. Um, Fiona, is that a mace you're holding? I am captain of the universe! Captain of the universe! Hey. Captain of the universe! Hey. Uh-huh. Kid, that's that's my mace. Oh, is it though? Because I've been told that whoever wields the mace is captain of the universe. Just listen as I wave it around. Hey, kid, do you know what happens to captains of the universe? They usually get killed first because they're the captains. So I think you better give me the mace. Maybe you should give her a replacement gift. What? This kid? I have to give them a replacement gift? Well, who said they all Captain have to of gifts? the universe, making the mace talk, waving the mace and hey! the mace talk. Hey, Fiona, I could I could give you something better than a mace. But the mace talks, though. Um, does it? I think you're just imagining that. No, no, I imagine all sorts of things, because I was tripping out on fairy stuff for quite some time. But this may stoly ducks, and that's how we know I'm the captain of the universe. Okay, first of all, we have to talk to Egerton. Secondly, how about this bucket? Give me your bucket. What? No, it's my, hey, I'm... this bucket is a lot nicer than that mace. Why don't you give me the mace in exchange for the bucket, which you can wear on your head like a helmet? Make the bucket duck. Hello! 
I'm a bucket, and I can only be worn by captains of the universe. Ah, so I am captain of the universe. Captain of the universe. Captain of the universe. But I, I really hate... I have a base. You're talking. I can see your lips move. I have a base, and the base can't talk. Give me the base, kid. Uh, no! <laughs> make it, make it stop. And I, and I put the bucket on their head. <laughs> I'm on your head now. I'm making you captain of the galaxy. Darcy? Um, I was going to ask for Egerton, but why has the cart stopped moving? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we should go find out. Outside in the darkness, Vlad is climbing down from the driver's seat. And Egerton is staring out what used to be the side of the kitchen. And it looks like there's a ferry dock. You can't see the water and no one can make out the mountain in the darkness. But something looks very strange about the ferry dock. There are three lit up circles and there's a giant arch right before where you would approach it. And on the arch it says, Candy World. And it looks just like the starting space on the deluxe edition of Candy World. All right, Egerton. Blat. Tell me you gave me a fairy cake. Blat. Did you give me a fairy cake? Blat. Am I freaking out like the kids have been freaking out? They're not freaking out. They're just experiencing their truest selves. They're freaking the heck out. They're children who are tripping out on whatever you've been giving them. I want you to know, and I'm not going to get angry that you gave me some fairy cake batter or pixie sugar or some sort of... Wait, wait, wait. Did you say pixie sugar? Did you really just look in my general direction and say the word pixie? I'm sorry. Am I suddenly in the wrong children poisoner? No, no, no. Let's... Everything, hold on a second. Oh, yes, let's all get full outraged about this. Oh, God, Pixie, Rixie, Trixie. <gasps> That's right. I'm now rhyming, and I don't know why that upsets you. Pixie, Rixie, Trixie. Egerton! Wait, I, Egerton! Oh, hi, Darcy. Egerton, I knew I would find you out here. Listen. Look, it's Candy World. What? Candy World. What are you talking about? By the way, did you know that we have a pixie lover among us? I have no idea what you're talking about. Lat likes to rhyme with pixies. Okay, that's fine. What? I'm, I'm what? sure it's a game he's playing with the kids to keep them entertained so they oh. don't drive us insane. Actually, no, it's just a game I play to upset Egerton. I don't know why this is so uh, concerning to him. Uh, yeah, You will true. have to sit down later and fill out a proper HR form. And send it in. I don't know where you're sending it. Where are you even finding mailboxes? I don't understand. There's one right over there. I just dropped the forms in it, Egerton. Oh, thank you so very much, Anthony. You're welcome. Son of a loxa, there's a mailbox right here. 
So should we just take the package and stick it in the mailbox and put up the little flag? And uh, it'll go where it's supposed to go. Good. Now, I've also promised a gift to every child in the Bladavan, so that's going to be pretty much everything in this kitchen. What are you two doing? I found one of the kids playing with my mace. Uh-huh. The other one, I think she ate a shoe. Uh-huh. What have you two been giving them? You were supposed to be in charge. You were supposed to be responsible. Egerton, you like kids. Yes, and I know not to give them talking weaponry, Darcy. Why would you do that? I didn't give them my mace. All right, so I gave the children the mace. Look, they think it's solstice day, and I don't know it's not solstice day, so I've just been giving them everything we own in order to shut them up. Um, am I the only one noticing that it looks like Egerton's game? Yes, it's Candy World. Look, there's the starting arch of goldenness with the three colored circles. Isn't that a little strange? It's... A solstice day miracle. Again, we're not 100% sure that it's actually solstice day. And if any of the kids see this, they're going to want to play. And then heaven knows what's going to happen. What? what are we supposed to see? Oh, my God. Oh, God, Loxon. Oh, oh, okay. So we need to go and scope out the Candy World playing field to figure out which version it is before we allow the children to play. But. But no. No. Because if we think that it's version two and not version three, and then it turns out to be version three, do you know what happens when we go left at the Jujube Hill yeah, instead of right? I remember. Yeah, you do remember, and that's why you only have six fingers now. Yeah. So it's very important that we go ahead first, but you stay here, Anthony, and keep a running tally of all of the kids. <gasps> okay, I'll go count all the kids. Okay, and put them in order from tallest to shortest. Done. And okay. By age, subset. Oh, sure. And and then do descending order, right? Yeah. And, and same thing. Got it. Uh, oh, he's real quick, isn't he? You you had this kid cooked on accountancy, and it seems to actually be working out. Egerton, do you know how to raise children? Let's go play Candy World. Beginning of the middle of the end of time and other bothers. Hey everyone, Sean here. I hope you're enjoying this Solstice special. We put a lot of crazy into it. It went a little sideways. And there's more to come. First, though, I want to thank everyone for being with us at this time of year and and for laughing and, and escaping the insanity with us. Thank you. I also want to thank everyone that's been supporting us on our special offer on Patreon. We are almost to the next tier. As I record this, we are two $5 supporters away from me adding another item into the special offer. So I'm super excited about that and super thankful. And you can find out about that at patreon.com slash albasalix. And it's in the show notes. And I'm super excited that we have our first sponsor, international best-selling author Stuart Thayman and his Killstreak series. The first book is called Respawn. I gotta say, I can't stop reading it. I was a little unsure at first, as it's unlike anything I've ever picked up before. It is 
Uh, it's like reading a role-playing game. The character has stat sheets and spells, and if you like massively multiplayer online role-playing games or you like live play games, this is that in a book. But then there's a moment where the character, I don't want to give too much away, but the main character responds, and he's from Earth, and he's sort of trapped in this world that's a game. It is so cool. Now, the more sensitive listeners out there, this is a dark book. There is a lot of violence, but I could not stop reading. It's super fun. I highly recommend it. Now, you can find out more about Stuart Thaman by going to stuartthamanbooks.com, but we've created a special link which will take you right to the first book, which right now is only $3 on Amazon. And you can get to that by going to otherbothers.com slash killstreak. That's all one word. A big shout out and thank you to Stuart Thayman. And you can get that book today at otherbothers.com slash killstreak. And again, the Kindle version is only $3. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, it says here your name's Alan, but you're saying your name is actually uh, Jujubi. Jujubi. Yeah, so that's your middle name. Well, yeah, you see, Alan's a family name. Jujubi was the name that my parents really wanted to give me. It was a whole thing with my grandma. So why not just call you Jujubi then? Well, be because my my grandma was married to an Alan, and that meant a lot to her that her her grandson would be named Alan. Mm -hmm. So my parents said, "Okay, well, we'll name him Alan, but we'll we'll call him Jujubi." Okay. And the purpose of this interview is that you didn't actually want a job. You're here to tell me about your favorite gaming podcast. What is that exactly? So here's the premise: mm -hmm. it's about four people sitting around a table. Okay. Um, they they play this game that doesn't really have any rules. Uh huh. Um, sometimes they make stuff up. Right. Uh, sometimes it's kind of crazy. Uh-huh. And, uh, the thing that I really like about it though, uh -huh. I'm totally honest, and I don't tell this to everyone. Okay. I'm telling this to you because we, we, I, I can feel a vibe going on. They sometimes talk about jujubes, but call them jujubes. And that just blows my mind every time. And this is called the end of time and other bothers. Yeah. So they play a game within the game. Uh, it's very meta. And people listen to this. Oh, yeah, a whole bunch. I heard like eight people. Eight people listen to this. At least. Huh. You know what's great, though? Those eight people, if they support the show through patreon.com, albasalix, slash mm -hmm. albasalix, or they go to otherbothers.com if it's easier, mm -hmm. they get access to like a Discord chat server where they can talk to each other about the show and other things. Um, they Sir, uh, should I send in your next applicant? A Sarah Twizzler is here. 
Uh, hold on, Ms. Twister, but if you can get security in here, this person is just rambling random nonsense. Watch that monitor. So as I was saying, uh, they play this game around a table together, and it's kind of an improvised thing and role-playing game. Then sometimes within that game, they'll okay, play other games. Well, yep, stand up. Okay, just, no, but yep, it's just, okay. Uh-huh. It's, okay well, let's uh, go. All right, well, I don't even need to twist me that way, sir. Okay, it's just, it's otherballers.com, yep. and you can get all kinds of cool content if you access that. Miss Twistler, do you listen to role-playing podcasts at all? That's stupid. Oh, thank God. Darcy, Egerton, Blatt, and Jacqueline are approaching the arch, the golden candy world arch. And there is a shimmering translucent curtain of energy running beneath it all the way to the ground as if it's something you would cross or step through. And there are three blue circles and one of them has the words first player written on it. No, I want to be first. I want to be first. I want to be first. Egerton, calm down. Do you really think there's a real candy world in the real world like this. This doesn't make any sense. Um, it does make sense because that's the beginning of Candy World and they based it on something. So clearly they have been to this region before, many, many centuries ago when Candy World was first developed. And this was the inspiration for it. Okay, let me ask you something. In Candy World version 1, 2, or 3, is there a huge dark cloud looming over it, threatening to kill everyone? I don't think so, but there are a lot of homebrew expansions. Exactly. So there's no way that this threatening, menacing cloud above us would create this lovely little Candy World game. Don't you think that maybe it's some sort of trick or trap because that's always what we seem to run into? No, 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 Darcy, I don't think you understand. This is Candy World and there happens to be a big black cloud with tendrils and evilness above it. Blatt, help me out here. Do, Do you see what I'm saying? I'm saying that this is Candy World and we're all just living in it. Look, Who's the best player at Candy World me. that it's we know? Me. It's yeah. me. Yeah. I was getting to that. Look, I don't even understand the rules to Candy World. I've just been pretending to play all this time. So we're going to let Anchorton try to play Candy World, and then maybe we can figure out what we need to do for that. Blatt, nobody understands the rules to Candy World except Egerton. But if we let him go through that curtain, maybe he's going to be sliced in half and we're never going to see him again. Just a moment. Egerton, what's your uh, win-lose status on Candy World? I see that you've been keeping track, keeping copious notes after every game. What's the win percentage here for you? Well, against the kids or in general? I'm going to say in total. In In, totality. 82.3%. Wow, that's, that's actually more accurate than what I have in my notes. Thanks, Anthony. Welcome. We're doing a bang up job with Anthony, I have to say. I mean, another kid has eaten a shoe, but Anthony, just 100% racing there. I think he's ready for college. Two shoes. And Mildred just comes running out of the Vladivin and just goes right through the shimmering curtain. And disappears with a pop. Okay, so you're good at raising Anthony, but I think with Mildred, you're going to have to be a little bit more hands-on. So you're player one. Congratulations. Go save a small child and figure out the end of Candy World. I think she's player one now.
You'll be player one and a half. Oh, what? That, I think that's actually player two. So you see, Blatt. It was numbers, a height joke. Okay, Get okay, moving. Okay, okay. And Egerton steps through the shimmery. Does he step through or does he step onto the starting point that he would normally start the game with? One of the three starting spaces. Are the three starting spaces within the shimmering? No, they are on this side of the shimmering. Oh, then he goes up to player one's circle. Okay. Uh, when he steps on it, it lights up. And three player tokens, gummy tokens, appear in Egerton's hand. Aha! I have the starting tokens. Eh, so I guess I'll start the way I start every Candy World game. (laughs) Sure, yes. uh, I fully understand what you're saying. The uh, tokens that you get when you start the game. Absolutely. Right, so uh, one of them's blue, one of them's yellow, one of them's red. Perfect. Okay. So I happen to have uh, a couple of dice here in my fairy cake pouch. There are no dice in your fairy cake pouch. Well, I left those behind. At least there's nothing blocking me from playing this game. You do see, just on the other side of the shimmering, like what might look like large dice hanging in the air. Oh, look, up there, hanging dice. Um, well, maybe if I just let's say, roll. And you hear it. <clears throat> And the two other start spaces beside you flash. Oh, I see what's happening. Okay, the two of you need to come and take your position before to let us start. Gotcha. I'll go get Anthony. No, 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 Blatt. It's, I think it should be you. Anthony seems more mathematically inclined. Blatt. I'll just go yes, get Anthony. Yes, please. Yes, please, no, Blatt. An- get on the starting no, space. Oh, Lord. Anthony, you're in charge of the Blatt event. Aw. Okay. Fine. I'm player dose. The second Blatt steps forward onto the starting, it lights up, and three starting player tokens appear in your hand, Blatt. All right, now if I give these tokens to you, does that mean you win and then we can end this? No, these are starter tokens. You have to get all the way to the end of the game and have the most tokens then. <laughs> but you don't, you, don't, you don't count tokens until then. These are just the ones that you use to get going, and they help you with the initial trades, and you can use them to get around certain obstacles. Now, wasn't there a square that in certain editions of the game, people agreed that you could put all the extra money on, and if you land on that, you get the money just to make the game go a little bit faster? Uh, Yeah, but that's one of those homebrew rules that really just gives advantage to whomever happens to go third. Blat, just throw the tokens on the ground or something. And token! No, that didn't do anything. I guess I have to keep these on me for the duration. Oh, this game is so frustrating. I've never understood it. I'm only doing this because we have to save Mildred now. Are you getting on to the third? Yes, so I step onto the third player. It lights up, and you only get two tokens in your hand. What the? Okay, Egerton, what am I supposed to do with these? And the dice fall to the ground and begin to roll on the other side of the shimmering. Oh, look at that. Fortunately, I don't have to answer your technical question because the dice are rolling. And they land on a certain number and the shimmering disappears and lights, lanterns, flash on all the way out down the, basically between two buildings, all the way out onto a little pier where there's a ferry in the water. All right, I seem to remember this now. And if you land on a stake, you go up. But if there's a chute, you go down? Yes. Excellent. So uh, I guess we may as well just take our turn. I 
I can't really see the top of the dice from here, but I can see that the blue side is down, which means the pink side is up and those are worth three each. So if we all just take six steps forward and I take six steps forward. Okay. And Blad follows taking four steps forward as his strides are larger. No, no, Blad, it's pink sides up. Right, the pig side is up. So you take six strides. But my strides are larger, so yeah, I- Yeah, that's I your just, advantage. I, See, you, you get advantage for being taller, but I get advantage in other circumstances for being shorter and going under things. Okay then, absolutely. I don't know how this would make sense in a board game. And two additional steps. I take six steps. Okay. Uh, and the dice are appear right beside you. They're quite large. Egerton. All right. Well, let's give this a little kick and uh, see what happens. And I kick the dice. Okay. They roll and tumble like, like as if you kick them really hard. I'm really strong. And then they come up green. Oh, okay. Greensies. Okay. So this means we take three steps forward, one step back, and trade one token for a gummy. Who has the gummies? Oh, my pockets are all of a sudden overflowing with gummies. Wow, that's crazy. Yes, it is. Wait a moment. Cherry, but also a medicinal quality to it. I've never much cared for gummies. Okay, you, you probably shouldn't be eating those though, Black, because we need, we need those for when we get to the island of Tradesies and we need to swap some of our gummies for other gummies that we get jujubes and we use those as snowshoes to climb up the side of the mountain. Oh my lord, I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. Gummies for gummies? No, 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 no. Gummies for jujubes. Darcy gets it. Thank you, Darcy, for listening. You're welcome. Now I give you a token blat and you give me a gummy. All right, here you are. No, I don't want the cherry one. But you don't want no, give me the most of what I've got. I want the purple one. Purple? Why am I the banker? Fine, here's a purple one. Thank okay, you. and I'm going to take uh, a swirly yellow, please. A swirly, oh, Lord, well, where's that? Yellow, yellow, yellow. All right, well, there's only one of these, so I don't know why you would get it. Here you go. <laughs> I can't believe you gave me the swirly yellow. I don't know how this works. I'm loaded down with candy. I feel like I'm you. Yeah, it's a good feeling, isn't it? I feel a bit bloated. That comes and goes. All right. Okay, so now we are going to kick the dice one more time and see what happens. And they come up double blank. Uh-oh. What is that? No, mean? it's fine. It's fine. There's no traps. The ground begins to tremble. Tra traps? This is a game for four-year-olds. Yeah. How are there traps? Well, because well, you have to learn about consequences in life. Consequences? Yeah, because, you know, sometimes if you make bad decisions, and oh, no, oh. A hand breaks through the ground ahead of you, and then another hand. Okay. <laughs> Someone, someone's... Did someone say giant earlier and I didn't hear? 
maybe quite a while earlier. Why? Because sometimes double blanks kind of take on personas of things that they've heard around the table. And it seems like if someone said the word, and then we roll double blanks, then they're going to be super powerful and a giant might come. And out of the ground, a figure begins to pull themselves up, just like pouring dirt off of their back. And it's about 12 feet tall, very gangly armed. And then as it stands and begins to brush itself off, you realize it looks familiar, though larger. And you're looking at what looks to be the Chancellor, though half of their face is sort of gone sort of skull showing through. Oh, geez, it's a nightmare on Solstice. Oh, sure, Egerton, this is just an innocent game of Candy World. Nothing about the big black cloud and everything we've gone through to get here. And their voice clacks a little from the bones contacting on one side. Oh, I see you're playing the game. I knew this was a bad idea. Well, no, it's rolling double blanks is a bad idea. This is just the consequence of that action. I'm trying to tell you, Candy World is a game of lifelike kind of things where you try and somehow get a monopoly on turns. Are you going to use the yellow swirly or not, little one? Well, I I didn't want to use it just yet. I was going to hang on to it for later in case I needed it. What possible purpose would you need to be saving this for? (sighs) Choices, choices, little one. Fine, I will use it now. Smash it on the ground or eat it or give it to someone, whatever you have to do to use it. And I pop the yellow swirly in my mouth and close my eyes tight as I start to grow. Okay. And Egerton begins to grow and grow and grow until he's about 10 feet tall and a lot wider, sort of. you, The two of you having to move out of the way lest you be crushed. Okay, so now I'm taller and bigger. I took the yellow swirly. I wanted to save this for climbing the mountain because it would make that part faster. But now I'm big. Ah, and yet I had a choice for you. But you didn't say that there was a choice for me. You said, yeah, I thought we were going to like wrestle. Consequences. It's part of the game. Oh, I see what you did there. What consequences? We just rolled something. There's no life decision happening there. What drugged out sociopath created this game? I am here merely to say, do you wish to pilot the vessel yourself and pay three jujubes? Or do you wish to have a pilot and pay six jujubes? I feel like I probably should have asked what the choice was before I ate my jujube. I don't know if you're going to fit very easily, but... Well, well, what do you think? We, we, we could get a pilot for the vessel. I can't remember the choice. You may pilot yourself for three jujubes. Or get a pilot for six jujubes. Listen, you're big. Why can't you just lift the boat and we can all just get in it and you can take us over to where we need to go? That, that's actually a good idea. Okay, uh, three it is then. Here's my three. Who do I give the three to? Uh, well, technically, you'd put them in your other pocket. Put them in my other pocket. All right. A hand grabs them. Ah! Ah! Hand in my pocket! There's a hand in my pocket! It helps keep things sorted. But the banker is in my pants? 
Yes. Very well. Good luck. Okay, now let's talk about how weird this is. Uh, Darcy, there's a banker in my pants. I don't know. That seems to be the least crazy thing about this game. Hey, you, Chancellor Weirdo. Yes? What did you do with Mildred? Where's the little girl that ran through here a few minutes ago? Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. I guess, hmm. I guess you get an extra gem for that. And he reaches into his pouch, pulls out a gem, puts it in his left pocket, and Carter, you feel something appear in your other pocket. Oh, no, it's okay, everybody. It's just the hand is offering me a gem. It's fine. It's just the hand in my pants is operating as the banker for the game. It's fine. It's totally fine. I'm not freaking out at all. The hand in my pants in the pocket. We, we... Well, there you go. You have Mildred now. You better hang on to that gem. I think it's Mildred. Can I cash this in no, now? No, it's a child. You pull it out and you see a face of a child screaming and yelling and pounding, but you can't hear anything. Okay, that's disturbing. I'm just going to put that in. Oh, thank you, Magic Hand. Yeah, let's keep that in my pocket. Thank you. Okay, Egerton, how do we get Mildred out of the gem? Does that happen at the mountain? At the peak of the mountain, you trade your gems for more jujubes which then count against your low score. A and that will release Mildred from the gem? I hope so. And depending how many gems you find is how many of the children's parents you find. What? Oh yeah, I was wondering what happened to them. So maybe the black cloud evil tendrily thing is affecting the game a bit. <laughs> and the chancellor disappears into the ground in reverse, the earth filling in over him. I do not like that, gentlemen. All right, well, the good news is we only have to spend three each in order to get on the boat, which we don't need to pilot because you will carry us to the next level, world, sector, parsec? I don't know what the terms are. To the other side of the water. Okay, if you're going to get technical. So, uh, Egerton walks down and grabs the boat, which doesn't have anybody on it right now. Well, we get in the boat. And uh, gives it a shove and then jumps in the water behind it. Okay. So you are shoved violently forward, the two no! of you. And then a giant tidal wave comes and washes over both of you. <sighs> and you are then unsteadily rocking back and forth as you begin to move into the dark water, unable to see anything behind or in front, but you hear the labored sound of a very large Egerton splashing behind you in the boat. I should have learned to do more than the doggy paddle. Just keep going, Egerton, as fast as you can. I'm going as fast as I can, but... It's, I'm get, it's starting to get harder to push. Wait, do you need to doggy paddle? Can your feet reach the bottom? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll just give you another push. No, no, wait. You don't need to push it. And in a flash, all three of you are standing on the deck of the ferry boat. As if you'd always been standing there. And in front of you are three vials. A shiny one, a dull one, and a multicolored one. What is this? 
Why are there vials now? Why am I dry? Why is there drinking in this game for children? Well, it's about choices and understanding that there's consequences to those choices. You know what? I am going to write something in the future. I'm going to complain about this game, and then I'm going to get Anthony to stamp it up, and then I'm going to put it into the nearest mailbox I see. Well, now, just you have to make sure that Anthony knows this one's going reverse. So this this is going back, because this is hundreds of years old. Although, if we're from the future, and it was hundreds of years old in the future, then it would only be a few years older from now. Do we have but to pick I, a vial? No, you don't have to drink me. Oh, you you talk. Yep. Of course you do. We all talk. Mm-hmm. So, which of you should we pick? Just tell us. Listen, drink me. Don't listen to him. I'll give you three gems if you drink me. If you drink me, I'll give you 14 jujubes. Oh, apparently that's a lot of points. But I have gems. Yeah, I think we want gems. Don't we want gems? Yes, you want gems. Jujubes are the power. What about this third vial? What does it say? <laughs> I'm a player pace in the game for players. Nobody ever drinks that one. Because I'm for the players. I can't have an NPC consuming me. Okay, I can see why they don't choose him. Yeah. <laughs> you like to win? Then maybe you shouldn't pick me. Or maybe you should. I must keep my points a secret. Give it a rest, Jerry. Okay, I feel like Egerton, you probably know best which one we should pick. So which one is it? Well, it's actually a randomizer algorithm that you have to fill out on paper to figure out the best one. And I piece of paper appears on oh, a pencil. There it is. Okay, so if we just do the simple arithmetic here, and I cross that over that and divide by color spectrum and multiply. I'm going to drink all three. What? what? And I grab all three vials and throw them back. I'm not supposed to reveal what my effects are going to be. And suddenly there are two Egertons standing there. Oh, my lord, I'm back in hell. I don't don't think think you're in hell. hell. Oh, God, there's two of them. Well, which one's the real Egerton? Not him. He's not the real Egerton. Wait a minute. I'm the real Egerton. Okay, well, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe for the purposes of Candy World, two Egertons will be good. That'll give us more chances of winning, right? Or, Or, Or you only get one. One what? One of me. I have to choose one of you? Maybe. You're not entirely sure of the rules of this game either. I can't believe it. You're supposed to be such an expert. No, 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 no. He doesn't know the rules. I know the rules. Oh, oh, so you know the rules. But this fellow over here who looks exactly like you doesn't know the rules. No, he's lying. I know the rules. Right. I feel like I need to pencil something out on a piece of paper to figure out some sort of algorithm. All right, all right, all right. Okay, here we go. Life hack. We're going to let the hand in my pants decide. Bakerhead, who is the real Egerton and point? It points at both of them. Oh, come on. I like that hand. I like that hand too. You know, I think it would look nice with a couple of rings on it. Well, maybe some polish instead of that. That's a good point. I thought it was a good point too. No, 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 that wasn't a good point. No, I said it was a good point. Nope, you're wrong. It's not a good point. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna go back to the Bladivan. We could just raise Mildred as the gym. 
Is that such a bad existence? Huh? Gem kid, we we can open up a little stall on the side of the road. Would you like to see the gem child? We can actually make a bit of money off of her. Anthony could do the box. It's not such a bad way to live. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think you have to choose one of us to go forward with, or else the game won't go forward. No, he's not telling the truth. The game will go forward. Okay, so that should be all you need to know right there, friends. No, they're my friends, not your friends. Okay, I've had enough out of you. No, I've had enough okay, out of you. Okay, each of you go to a corner. <sighs> you at the corner of the boat there, right. and you the other corner. Both don't really have corners, but you know what I mean. That the, side, and you over there on that side. Starboard aft, starboard Ooh, aft. Ooh, look at you. Very good. Okay, Blatt. We need to come up with a question that only our Egerton would know the answer to. Or, do both Egertons know the answer to everything? Does the one Egerton know everything the other Egerton knows? I don't know, but we have to figure it out. Oh, I'm pretty sure I have brain cancer at this point. I have no idea how to get through this. All right. Which one of you has memories of the future? Show of hands. They both show hands. Oh, Lord. Okay. How many of you have a distinct memory of starting this game? Show of hands. Well, showing your hands. So, how many of you are willing to take responsibility for drugging children? Show of hands. Ah, okay, one of them put his hands up. We're going to take that one. At least that one's willing to admit their mistakes. Fine. Take that other Egerton. So the Egerton you chose stays and the other one disappears with a pop. And I'll find out which Egerton you chose at some point myself. And the uh, boat begins to move no! rapidly. Like as if going through rapids. Ah! And you are quickly approaching what looks like the far bank. So, um, possibly alternate Egerton, how exactly are we to get the boat to stop before we crash into the opposite bank? Well, there, there's supposed to be uh, another ferry dock. Uh, I'm not really seeing that, so may, may, maybe um, we, um, we, you know, we use our... Um, it's all right. We're I, about to crash. Yeah, I think we're going to crash. And that is when the boat crashes, sending everyone flying out onto no! the far and when the three of you stand back up again, you see another arch glimmering. And on the other side, you see a pile of gems, all with faces in them yelling and as if trying to get out, banging on the walls of the gems. Oh, great. So these are all the parents we need to rescue. How are we going to get them out of there? Well, will you put, put them in the banker's pockets? And then we have to continue the adventure. Yes, put all of the kidnapped people into my pants. I, I can't believe what I'm saying. This is the weirdest solstice that's possibly not solstice ever. All right, put them in your pants. And one for you, Baker. And here's a screaming woman for you, Baker. And here's an upset man for you, Baker. And here's, oh, it looks like a little old lady for you, Baker. And, oh, Lord, I'm tipping to one side. I'm all crooked now because of the weight imbalance. And uh, so Blatt loads up all the gems into his pocket. Um, and nothing seems to happen. All right, onwards we go. Has anyone seen the dice? I haven't seen them for a while. Oh, 
Okay. Well, then I guess maybe we just uh, start walking and see what happens, right? What's the worst that can go on? Hmm, I wonder. I've literally run out of bad things that could possibly happen to us. Okay, and so you guys start to move forward, and uh, that's when you notice that all the squares that you're stepping on are all turning red. Oh, uh oh, red. What? It's it's the red squares. What's wrong with red squares? Well, red generally is a bad color. This is true. Uh, it means stop. Uh, um, no offense, Blatt, but it sometimes has some evil connotations related to it. I, I know what it means to be demonic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we should just stop moving. Okay. But if we stop, I think that these... Okay. I'm going to try an experiment. It's going to take this rock here, pick it up, and put it down on one of the red squares, and let's see what happens. And it turns into a gummy. Oh. Well, okay. Well, don't a... we want gummies? Yeah. I kind of thought they would disappear and we'd fall through to our doom, but that's a nice twist. Okay, so let's take some rocks and put them on the red squares and get some extra gummies while we're here. Uh, okay, and I start picking up some rocks that I see and putting them on the red squares. Okay, they turn into gummies. And I pick up the gummies. Okay. I don't think Black can carry anything more. No, he's, he's kind of teetering a little bit. Yeah, he's pretty full of gems. I'll just shift about on one foot. Alright, well, let's just yeah, proceed with caution. Okay. Uh, and see what happens, because the red squares sometimes do denote disaster. And that's when Eggsy steps forward daintily onto a red square and turns into a gummy. It's okay. It's possible we have an emergency backup Egerton somewhere here in the game. Okay, but if we don't, now what do we do? The only person who knows how to play the game is a candy. Mm. Well, I'm just going to have to pick him up, I guess, mm. and carry him. And I pick the Egerton gummy up, the egg gummy. And, uh... He's quite large, and he's moving. I don't know what to do. I mean, we can't go forward. If we step on the red things, we're going to turn into gummies. Wait! Maybe it, uh, works in reverse. So I'm going to take out one of the parent little cubes put it on the red square, and then maybe it'll revert back to the person that it was before. That's some good thinking, Blatt. All right. Here, we'll start with the little old lady. Hello, madam! We're gonna try something! I pick you because as an old person, you have the least amount to lose. Okay, that gesture is not appropriate, but you have to make hard decisions in Candy World. And down you go. There is now a little old lady gummy on the square. Oh, boy. Okay, can you not talk or are you just missing your teeth? Is it a denture problem? Oh, Lord. Um. Okay, wait a second. And Blatt, in his pocket, pulls out one of his gummies that was just created by the rocks. Do you need to eat something? <coughs> Here, just stick this <coughs> into your craw. <coughs> Come on. <coughs> Come on. Blood holds the back of her head. Come on. Just get it in. Just get it in there. Just shove it in real good. I'm sure this is a good idea. Blatt, stop it. That's obviously not working. Okay. Let's just think through this. We've got two gummy people. Uh-huh. We're surrounded in red. Uh-huh. So, 
maybe if we exchange one of the gummies we already have, that doesn't make any sense, does it? All right, so the gummy here that I was trying to force feed the old woman. Yeah, that All was right, horrible. So we're going to take the old woman off, excuse me, madam. Now I'm now putting that gummy onto the red little square. Here you go. And the square turns no color. And nothing happens except it's no longer red. Well, that might be good. Maybe we can step on it. All right. All right. Wait. So I I take off the gummy that Vlad has just put on. I pick up a rock and I put the rock on the no color. Nothing happens. Okay. I think we can step on this. Uh, But first of all, let's put gummy old lady back on the no color thing just to see if that would bring her back. All right. So, madam, we're all Just here. put her on the square. <laughs> okay. And no color square. Nothing happens. <laughs> all right. We have to take the gummy people with us. Okay. So, so uh, I'm supposed to carry this old woman around with me? Oh, no. Wait, wait. And Blatt picks the old woman up by her waist and tries to get the hand in his pocket to grab her. God, just take her leg or something. Can you pull her into my pants? Oh, my Lord, that worked. Well, here, take Egerton, too. Well, okay, then. Okay, so There's literally two adult people in my pants right now. All right. Let's just strew some gummies along the path, and we'll follow that path. So I take my gummies that I've collected, and I put them along the red squares, and then I start following along behind. The camera comes out of darkness. There's a golden arch and a bunch of kids are milling about, keeping a safe distance. Some are back by the wagon with Snaggle. Others are keeping a watch. As a shout goes up and two figures are coming out of the the, the pathway under the arch and it is Blatt and it is Darcy and behind them in the distance is Egerton. And then another shout goes up and all the kids start to run when they catch sight of some of their parents walking as well in the distance towards them. We did it. I can't believe we did it. That was the craziest thing that we've ever done. But, but we got the parents out. Look, isn't that great? Mommy, mommy, oh my God, mommy. Everyone has seen the inside of my pants today. I gotta say, Blatt, you keep a clean pocket. Thank you, Egerton. I do appreciate it. Oh, why we get inside? Can we take an axe to Candy World? But now that you have a better understanding of how the game works, don't you feel closer to all of us and, you know, see the beauty of Solstice? No. Darcy? Y- yes? Why is my grandma a gummy? Well... That's a long story, but Grandma Gummies can be fun, too. Okay. Thanks, Darcy. Why don't you take Grandma Gummy to the kitchen and maybe warm her up a little? Okay. Captain of the universe and I'm not gonna give this base back. Fitty. See. <laughs> what the f***? I knew that was going to come from my... I just... I I genuinely need to know what the... (laughs) The End of Time and 
other bothers with your game master Sean Howard and players Carter Siddle, Marisa King, and Michael Howie. Dialogue editing by Michael Howie. Transcription by Michael Howie and Marisa King. Additional material and sound design by Eli McElveen. Story consultant, Laura Packer. Game consultant, Stephen Smith. Supporting producers, Kim Bellinger, Ryan Cushman, and Kona. If you enjoy the show, check out our Patreon. Supporters get early access to episodes, weekly bonus content, and an invite to our wonderful fan community on Discord. Look for the Patreon link at otherbothers.com. And incidentally, a very happy holiday to all of you at home. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the new year. cart creaks along in darkness. It's impossible to know what time of day it is anymore, for the dark clouds moving out from Mount Zerma make the surrounding region dark. (laughs) I'll be downstairs. (laughs) I'm going to sneeze, but I don't know when. Okay. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? Yeah. Because you've just described yeah. humanity. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze, but I don't know when. The Marisa King story. <laughs> A Fable and Folly production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punching fists. Yeah, they're always ready. Now I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to open the door. Okay. And we're going to look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? (laughs) I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I, okay, okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser and yes. then what? And then if I tell you to, yep. we're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> you said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch it. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. So, like a party? <laughs> like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the yes. ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is back upright. All the drawers are back inside. But now it is next to the window and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now.